Fantasy Football Week 7, what we in the fantasy community like to refer to as the Bipocalypse. Six teams on by. That means six teams of players that you cannot play this week. Will you be prepared? Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Weisslicker. Follow me on everything at Weisslicker. Be true to thine self, embrace your addiction, and earn your chip. Like I said, week seven. We got six teams on by, which means you cannot play the players from off the rosters of the Buffalo Bills, the Dallas Cowboys, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those six teams are on by, which makes it a little bit tight on the players that you're going to be starting this week. If you have any of those players on your team, you got to sit them. You also might want to check the waivers, check the free agency list to see if some of these players that have these week seven buys were dropped. And maybe if you got someone who hasn't been performing, you drop them and pick up one of these guys so that you can have them on your roster ready for week eight. Now, we're going to make this rather quick, kind of short and sweet because of all the buys that we have and all the injuries that we have. We are going to cover the injuries as we go through these start sits of each matchup like we do every week. So I'm not going to skimp out on you, but this is going to be a little short and to the point because I'm just going to say, hey, start this guy, start this guy, start this guy. I understand this particular point in time, you know, you want to make sure that we're getting these things right because the window is narrow. It's it's a tight window. We got to get these right. We got to be able to to put in the right people in order for us to to produce here in Fantasy Week 7. Now, Fantasy Week 7, you could take advantage of your opponent if they have multiple people on a bye, if they had, you know, multiple guys off of the Buffalo team, you know, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, they had to stack. They don't have that. What are they looking at? You know, they're looking at somebody else. They're looking at other matchups that they're trying to put in. And it's important that we play the matchups and give ourselves the best opportunity to win this week. With all these buys, these are opportunities for us to start putting together some wins. If we were down in the dumps, if we were 2-3 and three or 2-4, and four, it's time for us to just start putting together these wins and try to make that playoff push. If you're already, you know, four and two, five and one, six and oh, you're looking really good right now. You're halfway home. You're halfway to the playoffs. You want to be looking to keep your roster solidified and move forward through the weeks here in fantasy football. And you want to keep that advantage, but you also want to be prepping your roster for the playoffs. You want to be looking at those playoff matchups. Look at how the teams have been performing over the first six to seven weeks. It's a clear indicator. Oh, man, if they trash and at the bottom of the league and rush defense, they're probably going to be that way for the rest of the season. If they're at the top of the league in you know, in rush defense, they're probably going to be that way for the the rest of the season unless they have a schedule where they're going to start playing premier backs like Derrick Henry, uh, you know, the, the Browns when their guys come back off of injury. Um, you know, when you're looking at those types of teams that run the ball and run the ball efficiently, if they're starting, if if the team is starting to face those guys, then that's not going to be a good matchup for you. But we want to start looking ahead to those matchups in those playoff windows. If we're look, if we're sitting six and zero, oh, you know, or we're sitting five and one, or we're sitting four and two, we want to start looking to solidify our roster for the playoffs. 
But we also, again, week to week, we want to keep trying to put together those wins. So, with the Thursday night game this week, we have the Denver Broncos traveling to Cleveland to face the Browns. On the Browns side of the ball, Kareem Hunt. He's been placed on IR. He's going to be out of this game. Baker Mayfield, Torn Labrum, he's going to be out of this game. Nick Chubb is out of this game already. So these guys are out of this game. And Odell Beckham Jr. dealing with an AC joint sprain. He did not practice this week. He is questionable. And no news for Jarvis Landry. He did not come off IR. So they're going to be without their top two receivers, their top two running backs, and their quarterback. Which means in this particular situation going up against the Denver Broncos, the Denver Broncos are a top five rush defense. They are not giving up a lot of rushing yards. What this means here is that Dearness Johnson, yes, he's getting the start for the Browns, but I have him as a sit. I also have Case Keenum. This is going to be his first start. Uh, this season for the Browns. I'm going to have him as a sit, as well as the tight ends there. I'm going to have them as sits. What we're going to do here is we're going to start Demetrius Felton, and we're going to start Donovan Peoples-Jones. I believe these two guys are going to have to get the job done. Even though all of these injuries, they haven't changed the line. I don't know why they have not changed the line. I guess they think that because the Cleveland Browns are at home, they, they can win by a field goal. Like, I don't know why this line hasn't changed. But over on the Broncos side of the ball, man, we firing up the squad on this one. I believe this game is going to be one where they're going to take this easily. We're going to start Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, he's dealing with a foot injury. He's been limited in practice all week, but I believe he's going to play. So, yes, we're starting Teddy Bridgewater. We're going to start uh, – Javante Williams, we're going to start Melvin Gordon, we're going to start Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, and Tim Patrick rolling out the squad for this, man. I think that this game, yes, the Cleveland Browns defense has played really well, but without their offense being able to move the ball, they're going to continue to go three and out, three and out, three and out. They're going to have a few of those drives where they're going three and out, three and out, three and out, and I think the the Broncos are going to take advantage of that. So I'm looking to start all of these guys. We're, we're not saying that they're going to go out and they're going to be world beaters where they're all going to score 20 points, but they're going to reach our thresholds. Again, our thresholds for the tight end position, 8 to 10 fantasy points. Uh, for the running back and the wide receiver position, over 10 fantasy points. And for the quarterback position, over 15 fantasy points. Up next, we have the Carolina Panthers traveling to New Jersey to face the New York Giants over on the Giants' side of the ball. Of course, Saquon didn't practice this week. Uh, Kenny Galladay didn't practice. This is all Wednesday, excuse me. Kenny Galladay didn't practice on Wednesday. Um, John Ross, hamstring injury, didn't practice on Wednesday. Kadarius Tony ankle injury, didn't practice on Wednesday. Um and Darius Slayton got him a limited practice in with the hamstring injury. Offensive tackle Andrew Thomas has been placed on IR. So they got offensive line issues. They're still missing all of these wide receivers. Kadarius Toney is doubtful to play. They believe that his ankle injury is going to keep him out this game. John Ross hamstring injury, they don't know as of yet. We just got to look out for that. But Darius Slayton with his hamstring injury, he didn't play last week but he's probably on track to play this week. Sterling Shepard, he had the hamstring injury, but he came back last week and looked, looked decent in his role coming back. So what we're going to do here, we're going to go ahead and we're going to start Sterling Shepard. We're going to start Ingram, and we're going to start Devontae Booker. Ross, if he's available to play, we're going to sit him as well. Him and Darius Slayton coming off these hamstring injuries, we're going to sit them. It concerned me that Darius Slayton didn't play last week when Sterling Shepard played last week. That must mean that his hamstring injury was a little bit worse than, Dar than, than Sterling Shepard because they both got injured in the same game. 
and one came back before the other. So his hamstring injury may be a little bit more severe. And Sterling Shepard didn't look like he re-aggravated or anything during his time last week. So again, we're going to start Sterling Shepard. We're going to sit Darius Slayton. We're going to sit John Ross. And we're going to sit Daniel Jones. He hasn't shown us anything in the last couple of weeks. He's going to be playing a pretty good defense here in the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I expect maybe a turnover or two for him, and that's going to keep him from hitting our 15-point threshold. With the Carolina Panthers, Terrace Marshall is still still not practicing. He did not practice on Wednesday with the concussion, and Shaq Thompson still not practicing with the foot injury. J.C. Horn, yes, he is still on IR. He had the foot injury. He broke his foot, but he is getting his cash removed on Friday, that's good news. That means that he is on schedule to return in the allotted time. They said he was going to return in, you know, four to six weeks. He's getting his cask off. Uh, I believe it's three weeks from the time that he had it happen. So he's right on track. He's getting the cast off. He's going to be able to move and hopefully get himself back in the game shape in the next couple of weeks. And we'll probably see them back on the field. That's good news for their defense. But what we're going to do here, we're going to start Sam Darnold. The New York Giants give up a lot of yards to the running back. A lot of fantasy points to the running back position as well. So we're going to start Chuba Hubbard. They're right on a threshold and giving up points to the tight end position. So we're going to take a shot here. And we're going to start Tommy Trimble. We're going to go ahead and put Tommy Trimble out there. Um, I want you guys to temper this. I don't think this guy is going to go out and score 15 to 20 fantasy points. He is going to reach our, our, our eight to 10 point threshold. I believe here, uh, because the giants, they're right on the threshold with that. Um, and we're going to start DJ Moore. We're going to go ahead and sit Robbie Anderson again. I mean, we don't see him. He's, he's really not that involved in the offense. Until he starts to really, he had that one game where he started to get involved, and that was the first week that CMC was out. Now he's still back to, you know, not doing much. And then Terrace Marshall, if he is available to play, being that he hasn't played in about two weeks, two to three weeks, I think he's going to have to get back into the flow of things. And uh, this is not going to be the game where you're going to start him. Um, if he does play and he starts to show rhythm and get back into the flow, we may look at him next week uh, with the start. Up next, we got the New York Jets traveling to New England to face the Patriots. Now, on the Patriots side of the ball, Brandon Bowden, thigh injury, that's the running back. He was limited in practice. Um... Winovich, he went on IR. That's the defensive end. He went on IR with a hamstring injury. So we're not going to see him for three weeks at least. Um, Nick Folk, the kicker, he returned to practice, got limited practice in. Devontae Hightower, Dante Hightower, excuse me, uh, he did not practice. That's the linebacker with an elbow injury. Jonathan Jones, the quarter, the corner, ankle injury, did not practice. You know, Shaq Mason, offensive guard, he got in a limited practice with an abdomen injury. Uh, safety Jalen Mills, limited practice, back at the hamstring injury, limited practice. Cal Van Noy, uh, groin injury, he got in a limited practice. So they're really banged up on the defensive side of the ball, but – you know, what they did to the Jets earlier this season, having Zach Wilson throw four interceptions, you got to count for something. That got to count for something. Over on the Jets side of the ball, Tyler Croft did not practice with a back injury, and C.J. Mosley, the linebacker, hamstring injury, he did not practice. Marcus May has returned to practice off of that ankle injury. He got in a limited practice this Wednesday. Becton, Makai Becton, the offensive tackle, he's still a few weeks away, man. They're, they say he's not ready yet. And I think that him coming back is going to be major for this offense 
they're going to be able to run some of the offense that they're trying to run if Makai Becton is back on the field blocking the blind side of Zach Wilson. So we're going to look out for that. But as of now, yes, I even though he threw four interceptions versus the Patriots, I think that was a learning experience for him. I believe that he's going to reach our threshold of 15 fantasy points. It's not going to be by much, but I think you can roll out Zach Wilson if you're in a pinch with this bipocalypse. Uh, Michael Carter, you can roll him out. Uh, Ty Johnson, we're going to sit. Uh, we're we're going to play Corey Davis. We're going to sit Elijah Moore. And we're going to go ahead and, if he is available to play, we're going to start Tyler Croft. If he's not available to play, if Croft is not available to play, then we're not going to play any of their other uh, tight ends. Over on the Patriots side of the ball, we're starting Jacoby Myers. We're starting um, Damian Harris. We're starting Hunter Henry. I believe Hunter Henry is more involved in a, in a passing game than Jonu Smith. Yes, Jonu Smith could do this at any time. He can get involved in it. But I think they use him more uh, with blocking, pass protection, run blocking. He's very versatile, but you can't count on him for the receiving targets and things like that. So we're going to go ahead and sit him. We're going to sit Kendrick Bourne. He's not seeing enough targets for us to be able to, to put him out there. And Mac Jones... We're going to sit him. I, I, and the reason why we're going to sit him, again, he didn't reach our threshold the last time they played the Jets either. But I think it's a different circumstance here uh, with the on the Jets' side of the ball. This time they do have more of the weapons available to um, Zach Wilson than they had the last time they played the, the Patriots. And the Patriots with all these injuries, people are banged up. I think this is the time where they could take advantage. Uh, the Jets, on the other hand, are not seeing all these injuries. And I think they hold Mac Jones to under the 15 fantasy points, just like they did in the first meeting. Could be wrong, but that's what we're going to go with with this particular situation. Up next, we have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tennessee Titans. This is going to be in Tennessee uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Tyreek Hill is dealing with a quad injury. He did not practice on Wednesday. And Travis Kelsey dealing with a neck injury, uh, probably, again, stemming from those stingers that he was getting there. He had two in as many weeks, but he did get in a limited practice. Um, of course, with the Chiefs, we're always starting the same people, man. It's Patrick Mahomes, it's Tyreek Hill if he's available, it's Travis Kelsey if he's available. With this particular matchup, the Tennessee Titans give up a lot of passing yards and they give up a lot of fantasy points to the wide receiver position. So we're going to roll out Miko Harmon again. Over the past couple of weeks, he has shown that he doesn't want to get his job taken away by Josh Gordon. So he has stepped up. And we're going to keep riding the hot hand here with him. Uh, they also, the Titans give up a lot of rushing yards as well. So, I mean, their, their defense is not that good at all. Um, yes, they played tremendous. They stepped up and played very well against the Bills, but they still gave up 31 points. <laughs> it, it is what it is. I mean, they, they played decent against the Bills, but they still gave up 31 points. So Daryl Williams, we're going to go ahead and we're going to roll him out as well. Over on the Tennessee side of the ball, A.J. Brown did not practice. Uh, still dealing with an illness. Uh, he's still got that stomach bug going on, I guess. Uh, we have to see how he does throughout the rest of the week. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to play on Sunday. I don't think it's going to be one of those things where he's going to sit out. But we're going to have to monitor Julio Jones. He reaggravated the hamstring injury, um, and he did not practice uh, on Wednesday. McNichols, the backup for Derrick Henry, ankle injury, did not practice. Why is that important? Why is that important? It is, it's important because McNichols is the guy who comes in on third downs for pass protection. 
are they going to continue to are they going to leave Derrick Henry out there for that pass protection? I mean, he's a big enough guy. I think he can do it, but he has not shown the, the aptitude to to pass block. He's not shown it. They constantly take him out of the game on third and long situations when they have to pass block, but he has started to show the ability to catch the ball. So maybe they just keep him out there and, you know, he actually runs a route and, you know, give him a dump off. So I don't think you have to take Derrick Henry out, but it is important to note that McNichols is not practicing right now with an ankle injury. He may be out. This may be an opportunity for Derrick Henry to see an uptick in some receiving because he's going to be on the field more. Could be. Chester Rogers also dealing with a groin injury. He did not practice. And uh, Farley, the corner, he uh, was placed on IR with a knee injury. But in this particular matchup, we're going to go ahead and we're going to start at Derrick Henry. We're going to start Ryan Tannehill. And if A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are available to play, we're going to start them. If they are not available to play, we are going to sit whatever wide receiver they think they're going to plug in. It's just, no. And their tight ends, we're going to sit them as well. That's Anthony Ferkshire and whoever else they think that they're going to put out there. We don't want to play them. Up next, we got the Washington football team going to Green Bay to face the Packers. Antonio Gibson still dealing with the shin injury. He did not practice. Um, Curtis Samuel, groin injury, did not practice. Terry McLaurin, hamstring injury, did not practice on Wednesday. And Ricky Seals-Jones with the quad injury, did not practice on Wednesday. Over on the Green Bay side of the ball, Kevin King, he finally got back onto the field, limited practice with that shoulder injury. Bakhtiari, the tackle, he's returned to practice, but he's still on the pub list. Um, hopefully, they can get him off the pub list and he can be there to protect and block for Aaron Rodgers. Zaire Alexander, latest update that we have on him is he could need, sh- he could need shoulder surgery for his AC joint. And that could be season injury ending. That is a big injury for the Green Bay Packers if that happens. I mean, he was placed on IR a couple of weeks ago. Maybe the the shoulder didn't get better. Maybe it got worse. And if he needs surgery and it's gonna shut his season down, you know, that's that spells that spells a little bit of a disaster there for that Green Bay secondary, man. They're constantly, you know, yes, they took advantage of the Bears, but if they're going to be in shootouts, man, you know, they could potentially see some losses down the road with that. But over on the Washington side of the ball, if Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, if they're available to play, we're going to put them out there. Um if Antonio Gibson is not available to play, J.D. McKissick, we're going to put him out there. Uh, Heineke, we're going to sit him. The Packers aren't really giving up that much to the quarterback position. They're, they, they are, you know, causing turnovers. They're limiting the, the amount of yards that these guys have. And Washington doesn't look like they have the firepower to go up against to to to, to have a shootout with the Green Bay Packers. They just don't seem like the team that could continue to do that. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, if he's available to play, we're going to sit him in this matchup. Green Bay in the middle of the field, they are limiting the production of the tight ends. So I don't see him breaking out and hitting our threshold this week, even, even if he plays. And Curtis Samuel, same thing, still dealing with that groin injury. It's n- you know, he, he didn't play last week, at, and if he's available to play this week, he's still trying to get himself acclimated to the team and the things that they're doing, so we're going to sit him. Up next, we got the Atlanta Falcons versus the Miami Dolphins. Miami is on a on a losing streak here, and 
the injuries aren't helping. Um, Malcolm Brown, rib injury. Devontae Parker, shoulder injury. Xavier Howard, shoulder injury. Byron Jones, Achilles injury. And Preston Williams, groin injury. All were limited in practice. So they all did practice. They were limited. And they're banged up here. Over on the Falcons side of the ball, Fowler, the defensive end, slash linebacker, knee injury, did not practice. And their tackle, Caleb McGarry, he's out. He was placed on the COVID list. Now with the Falcons, because the Miami Dolphins have been giving up a lot of rushing yards, they've been giving up a lot to the to the running back. We're going to go ahead and we're going to start both running backs in this situation. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to start Mike Davis and we're going to start Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson is going to play more of the wide receiver role, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to start Cal Pitts as well. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to put out um, Calvin Ridley, who has returned to the team after dealing with some personal issues last week, he's going to return. We're going to put him out there, and we're going to put Matt Ryan out there. Russell Gage, he is available to come off of IR and play. If he does play, we're going to go ahead and sit him first game back in a while. We're not going to going to risk it here. And uh, Zacchaeus, the other wide receiver, we're going to go ahead and sit him as well. Tua, Waddle, Parker, if he's available. We're going to play all of those guys if they're available. The Falcons, again, in the middle of the field, they limit the production of tight ends. So we're going to play it safe here, and we're going to go ahead and we're going to sit Jaseki in this particular matchup. They do give up a decent amount of rushing yards. And points to the running back position. I know I told you guys to start him last week and he busted on us, but we have to go with the with with our research. We have to go with what we know here. And we're gonna start Miles Gaskin in this particular matchup. Hopefully he doesn't do it again. If he busts this time, man, then we're gonna have to again, we're gonna have to start staying away from the guy. Because these matchups that he's had these past two weeks, the the previous week and this week here are juicy, easy matchups that he should have been able to exploit. He didn't exploit the matchup last week, only getting us, I believe it was three fantasy points. This week, we're expecting him to do the job. The other wide receivers for the Dolphins, we're going to go ahead and sit. So any other wide receivers, that's Preston Williams if he's available. That's Albert Wilson, whoever. We're going to sit those guys. We're only starting Waddle and Parker. And if Parker's not available to play, then it's just going to be Waddle. Up next, man, we have the Cincinnati Bengals going to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Over on the Cincinnati side of the ball, Chris Evans, the backup running back, who did tremendous last week, uh, spelling for... Joe Mixon, he's dealing with a hamstring injury. He was limited in practice. And Trey Hendrickson, the defensive end, uh, he has a shoulder injury. He was limited in practice. Injuries on the Baltimore side of the ball. Latavius Murray, ankle injury. Patrick Queen, thigh injury. Sammy Watkins, thigh injury. Villanueva, knee injury. All did not practice on Wednesday. Ronnie Staley was moved to IR. He had a setback. And he needed ankle surgery. He's having the ankle surgery. And he shut down for the year. With the Baltimore Ravens, we're going to go ahead and we're going to play Lamar. Because we always do. We're going to play Mark Andrews. We're going to go ahead and we're going to roll out Marquise Brown. Even if Sammy Watkins plays, we're going to sit him. But what we're going to do here. And I did tell you this last week. I told you last week, start him. I'm telling you this week to start him, even though he did bust on us. He got us six and a half fantasy points last week. Rashad Bateman, I believe, is going to hit the threshold this week. He had six targets last week. 
in a game where they were just running away with it. This particular game, I don't think they're going to be running away with it. I think this one is going to be more of the shootout that we expected them to have against the Chargers. And Rashad Bateman is going to get targets. I'm see, I'm thinking he's going to get maybe 8 to 10 targets in this particular game. Hoping that is the case. And we're going to put him out there. All of these running backs for this team, you still have no idea which one of them is going to be. If Latavius Murray doesn't play, are they going to lean on Le'Veon Bell and, and Devontae Freeman? Or are they going to go ahead and trust the young guy again in Tyson Williams? We don't know. So I'm I'm always planning on the safe side and telling you not to start these guys unless you're in a situation where you have so many people on by here in week seven that you just got to put one of them out there. It doesn't matter which one you put one of them out there. It doesn't matter. Um, you're not going to get a whole lot of fantasy points anyways, but at least you won't get a zero because they do utilize, well, Tyson, I wouldn't play, but the other two, um, Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Freeman, they're utilizing all of those guys, so you might as well just put one of them out there if you're in desperate need and they'll at least get you four or five points, you know, keep you from getting a zero. Over on the Cincinnati side of the ball, we're going to start Burrow, we're going to start Chase, we're going to start Higgins, we're going to start Mixon, but we're going to temper expectations on Mixon here. And the reason why we're tempering expectations on Mixon is because the Baltimore Ravens are not giving up a lot of fantasy points to the running back position and their top five in rush defense. They're only give they're I don't even think they're giving up a hundred yards a game. And with that being said, again, we, we're talking about an offensive line that is not great in run blocking, but Joe Mixon just seems to get it done. Um we got to temper those expectations. He's playing against a good rush defense this time. Yeah, we're going to put him out there because he hasn't. I don't think he's bust. I think he's only busted one time. Uh, but you don't. You got a guy that's being reliable like that coming off a great performance. We want to keep riding him here, but we're going to temper expectations. And because the Baltimore Ravens, they're giving up some some stuff, some points to the tight end position. C.J. Uzama, this time we're putting him out there. We're going to sit Tyler Boyd in this matchup. Um, I still think he he gets targeted. It's between him and Higgins or which one is going to be the odd man out. I think this time it's going to be Tyler Boyd is going to be the odd man out. I think T. Higgins can take, a, take advantage of the corners that um, the Ravens have. Up next, man, we have... The Detroit Lions traveling to Los Angeles to face the Rams with the Detroit Lions, Brockers, shoulder injury, Trey Flowers, knee injury, um, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift still on the report with that groin injury, all limited in practice. TJ Hawkinson, knee injury, did not practice. Frank Ragnar is placed on IR, out for the year. Quintez Cephas placed on IR at least three weeks over on the Rams side of the ball. Of course, James Funk, Jake Funk, excuse me, was placed on the IR. And Johnny Munt, the tight end, was placed on IR, torn ACL season engine injury. Um, Sony Michelle, shoulder injury, did not practice. Swift has shown up on the injury report for the Lions every week with his groin injury. He plays every time. We're going to keep playing him. TJ Hawkinson, if he's available, we're going to play him. We're going to sit Jared Goff. And the reason why we're going to sit Jared Goff because Sean McVay knows the guy. (laughs) He knows what he can do. He knows his weaknesses. And I think that Jared Goff is going to turn the ball over in this game. Jamal Williams, if he's available. 
If he's available to play, we're going to sit him. I don't know why I think he was injured. Did he show up on the injury report? I don't know. But Jamal Williams, we're going to sit him. We're going to sit Khalif Raymond. And because they're going to throw the ball, I think they're going to be behind. They're going to throw the ball. I'm Ross St. Brown. I think, again, he, he's that short yardage guy. He gets he can get open quickly underneath. He might even be playing against one of those. He might even be playing against that rookie corner, Rochelle. That dude gets burnt a lot. <laughs> so, I'm Ross St. Brown. is going to be a starter here for us. Over on the Rams side of the ball, I know usually I say roll out the squad. We're not going to roll out the entire squad this time, but we're going to go Cooper Cup. We're going to go Robert Woods. We're going to go Henderson. We're going to go Stafford, and we're going to go Van Jefferson this time. We're going to sit Deshaun Jackson, if you got him. And we're going to sit Tyler Higby. Um, the Detroit Lions, they play well in the middle, and they limit the amount of exposure to the tight end position. Up next, man, we have the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Las Vegas Raiders. With the Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Goddard still on the COVID list. Doesn't look like he's set to return over at the Raiders. Henry Ruggs, knee injury, limited in practice. And Brian Edwards, hammy injury, hamstring injury, limited in practice. With the Vegas Raiders, we're going to start Jacobs. We're going to start Ruggs, Waller. Carr, Renfro, and Drake. We're going to sit Edwards. Yes, the Philadelphia defense is trash. Um, with Philly, we're going to start Hurts. We're going to start Devontae Smith. We're going to start Miles Sanders. I think the boos from the crowd last week may have opened up the eyes of the coaching staff there. They got to get Miles Sanders the ball. When they started to get him the ball in the second half, because the first half they only let him run the ball one time. When they started to get him the ball in the second half of that game, he started to rip off some runs. He started to look good. So I think they're going to go ahead and they're going to start utilizing him a, a little bit more, which means that if they're going to do what they did last week, Kenneth Gainwell is going to be the eye man out. We're going to sit him. Uh, we're sitting any tight ends that they have because Dallas Goddard is not there. And – Zach Ertz was traded away last week. Jalen Rager, we're going to sit him as well. Up next, we got the Houston Texans versus the Arizona Cardinals. This game has the largest over-under. Not the largest over-under. The largest uh, line where they're going to beat them. Like, they're like seven, plus 17 and a half points. The Cardinals are um, favorites, which is crazy. Um, you're pretty much starting everybody over there. You're starting Murray. You're starting Hopkins, Green, Connor, Edmonds. You're going to sit Rondell Moore and Christian Kirk. They're just not involved enough for us to do that. Yes, Chase Edmonds is limited in practice with a shoulder injury, but I expect him to play. Um, and Rodney Hudson was placed on IR as well. That's their starting center. <clears throat> Amendola is returned to practice, and Chris Conley with a neck injury was limited in practice. We're going to sit those running backs. We're going to sit Mills. We're going to sit all our tight ends. But we are going to play Nico Collins, and we're going to play Brandon Cooks. You don't sit Brandon Cooks because he continuously gives you 10 or more fantasy points. He's done it. All year. I think he only busted one week. You know, so you continuously play him. But Nico Collins, um, I think he, you know, he gets more targets in this game because they got to throw the ball. But, yes, Mills is going to turn the ball over. He's going to have some mistakes, which is going to keep him from reaching our threshold. But Nico Collins, Brandon Cooks, we're going to play those guys. Up next, we got the Chicago Bears versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is another one where they're expecting it to be a blowout with the Bears 
Jakeem Grant, ankle injury. Uh, Marlon Mack, foot injury. Allen Robinson, ankle injury. All of those guys did not practice on Wednesday. Darnell Mooney, groin injury. Limited practice on Wednesday. Damian Williams still out on the COVID list. And Robert Quinn, defensive end, out on the COVID list. With the Buccaneers, Antonio Brown, ankle injury. Levante David, ankle injury. Gronk with the ribs. O.J. Howard with an ankle injury. I believe they're just resting his ankle because, uh, of course, we know he had the torn Achilles. Uh, JPP, Pierre Paul, uh, shoulder injury. Richard Sherman, hamstring injury. All of those guys did not practice on Wednesday. We do also have to understand that Wednesday is a veteran rest day. So even though those guys didn't practice, yes, they got those injuries, but they probably wouldn't have practiced anyways. You just got to look out for these to see whether or not these guys are going to play or not. And Antoine Whitfield, he finally participated in a full practice uh, after clearing concussion protocol. With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we're starting Brady, Godwin, Evans, and Antonio Brown if he's available to play. We're going to sit those tight ends. And... The rush defense has been pretty decent for the Bears. We're going to go ahead and we're going to sit Leonard Fournette in this situation. The only Chicago Bears player that we're going to start is Darnell Mooney if he's available to play. Yes, we are sitting Allen Robinson. I am getting sick and tired of putting this guy in my lineup and he's not getting us fantasy points. At this point, you got to sit him. Cole Komet, he hasn't done shit for us either. You sit him. Uh, and because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers rush defense is so good, you're not playing Khalil Herbert. You're not playing him. I don't, if you play him, you're doing it at your own, at your own expense. So I'm not playing him, but it is what it is. Uh, up next, we got the Indianapolis Colts facing off against the San Francisco 49ers. This is the Sunday night game. This is going to be in San Francisco. T.Y. Hilton, re-aggravated quad injury, did not practice. Uh, Braden Smith, foot injury, he did not practice as well, still not practicing. Quentin Nelson is eligible to return from IR, so look out for him. And Paris Campbell went on IR with a foot injury. So what we're going to do in this situation, man, we are going to you play Jonathan Taylor every week. Uh, but you're going to sit Naeem Hines in this situation. The 49ers are giving up a lot of yards to the wide receiver position. So, Michael Pittman, we're going to start him. If T.Y. is available, we're going to start him. If he is not available, if T.Y. is not available, Zach Pascal is going to be a guy that we're going to start. And, of course, Carson Wentz, we're going to start him. All those tight ends, you don't know which one of them is going to get the ball. They they spread it around. Mo Ali Cox, Jack Doyle, they spread it around. We're going to sit those guys, and we're going to sit Naeem Hines. Over on the San Francisco side of the ball, Jimmy Garoppolo limited in practice with a calf injury, but Trey Lance, knee injury, did not practice. Um, Ken Law, knee injury, did not practice. And Trent Williams, ankle injury, did not practice. Wilson, they were looking at bringing him off the IR, but he's not expected to be off the IR until late November. He still is not ready to play. And Jamichael, is it Jamichael Hasty? Hasty, the other running back, he's eligible to return from IR. However, Indianapolis Colts have been playing great defense against the run. We're not going to play any of these running backs. I don't give a fuck if it's Elijah Mitchell, uh, Trey Sermon, if it's Hasty. I don't care which one of those guys it is. You can leave them motherfuckers on the bench if you ask me. It's just, I'm, for some reason, people just don't play their best 
football when they play the Indianapolis Colts defense because their their defense is pretty solid and they're pretty good at stopping the run. They do give up a lot of passing yards though. They do give up a lot to the to the receiving game. The tight ends here we're gonna sit because I don't trust any of those tight ends. No George Kittle, but. What we're going to do is we're going to start Debo Samuel. He's a wide receiver one right now. He's the wide receiver eight in fantasy going into this week. We're going to play him. Whichever quarterback is playing, we're going to play him. If it's Jimmy Garoppolo, that's going to be the starter and going to play, we're going to play him. If Trey Lance is going to be the starter and he's playing, we're going to play him. So we've got to look out for which one is going to be the starter because both are dealing with an injury and we don't know which one is going to start as of yet. This is the game. Coming off of the bye week, he played 71% of the snaps before the bye week. He was right behind Debo Samuels in targets last week. Well, not right behind, but he was the second leading target getter the previous week. Before the bye. This is the game. That I am saying. To play. Brandon Ayuk. I know it's going to be blasphemous. I know people are going to be looking at me. They're going to be like man this dude doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. We're going to stop listening to him. But this is the game. That I'm going to say. Brandon Ayuk. You can put him out there. So, Brandon Ayuk is going to be a start for us. Debo, whichever quarterback, and Brandon Ayuk, you're sitting the tight ends, you're sitting the running backs. The Monday night game. We have the New Orleans Saints traveling to Seattle to face the Seahawks. Now, with the Seahawks, Rashad Penny, is available to come off of IR. Always take what Pete Carroll says with a grain of salt, but he said this that Penny is going to be full speed this week. Whatever, man. He also said that Alex Collins is not being ruled out in this game, even though he has the hip and the glute injury that kept him out of overtime in the last game. Take everything that Pete Carroll says with a grain of salt and you look to see which one of those guys are going to do. If you got any of those guys, if you were thinking about Alex Collins or Rashad Penny, it's a no. Don't even don't even think of starting those guys. Pivot to somebody else who plays in an earlier game. You do not have the luxury or the opportunity to play around thinking that one of these guys is going to be your guy on Monday night. So, no, we are not playing any or either. I was going to say, well, I I, I mixed it up. I put it together. Either. (laughs) Either or any of those running backs. We're not playing either one. So, you can go ahead and sit those guys. Uh, Geno Smith, you can sit him as well. I understand that last week he he was clean. He didn't throw any interceptions, but he didn't hit the threshold either because they didn't do too much. But DK Metcalf hit our threshold just barely. We expect him to do the same thing this week, hit our threshold just barely, but temper those expectations. The New Orleans Saints, they give up a little bit in the middle to the tight end. I believe Gerald Everett will just reach our threshold as well. And Tyler Lockett, we put him out there because you never know when he's going to have a big game. You know, if you have him on your team, you got to live with that boomer bust mentality. So we put him out there. Over on the Saints side of the ball, Davenport, Quan Alexander, Will Lutz, the kicker, Traquan Smith, wide receiver, are all eligible to return from IR this week. Michael Thomas, they still say he's a few weeks away on the ankle injury. So we're not looking to see him. But with the starters, we're starting Winston, Kamara, Callaway. Those are the guys that 
We constantly start off with this team. Um, they're going to do justice. If Traquan Smith is available to play first game back, we're going to go ahead and sit him. We'll see how he operates in this particular game. We don't, Again, we don't want to predetermine a Monday night start for guys who are coming back off of injury. Pivot to somebody else in an earlier game. If that person just so happens to if, – if whoever that is that on Monday night comes in there off of that injury and balls out, then you should be happy to have them on your team. They'll continue to ball out, hopefully. But Traquan Smith, we're not going to take that gamble on Monday night. We're going to pivot to somebody else, start you a different wide receiver if if need be. Uh Harris, the other wide receiver, we're sitting him as well, and we're sitting those tight ends. Those tight ends are not involved in this offense as much as we thought they were going to be. That's Adam Troutman and um, Jawan Johnson. Neither one of those guys are heavily involved in this offense. Yes, they get a few red zone targets here and there, and they'll they'll get you a touchdown, but you never know when that's going to happen. Um, and it's been too many weeks where it hasn't happened for those guys. So we're not starting any of those tight ends. You know, again, reiterating, on by Buffalo Bills, Dallas Cowboys, Jacksonville Jaguars, Los Angeles Chargers, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Look on your waiver wire and see if you have some of those players that were dropped this week because they're on by. You might can get them now to hold them so that you don't have to worry about the waiver wire next week. I'm hoping that you beat the living daylights out of your opponent, unless you're playing me. This has been Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I've been Antoine Weisslicker, your fantasy football mentor. I will be back with you guys on Tuesday with a touch of truth. And the Waiver Wire Wishes episode. You know what it is. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And earn your chip. I'll see you guys on the next one. I'm out.